92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. 92% because of a bike? Not just bikes. We also make treadmills and rowers. Oh, let me guess, for elite athletes only, right? Nope. It doesn't matter if you're an avid exerciser or new to working out. Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try Peloton bikes, tread or row, risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Hey, this is Nomad, host and creator of the Career Musician Podcast. Why do they call me Nomad? Well, I traveled the globe, spreading the joy of music one song at a time. And now I bring you wisdom, tried and true knowledge, and life experiences of my colleagues and peers in this crazy business we call music. My name is Nomad, and this is the Career Musician Podcast. Today, we have Nathan East, bass player extraordinaire, and Tom Keen, producer extraordinaire. This is the Career Musician Podcast with your host, Nomad. All right, honestly, I only have to say one name. Eric Clapton. Yes, that's right. Nathan East, the legendary Nathan East bass player. One of his mainstay gigs has been Eric Clapton. But the list does not stop there, folks. It merely begins. We're talking Barry White, Quincy Jones, Michael Jackson, George Harrison, Phil Collins, Whitney Houston, Beyonce, Barbara Streisand, and Stevie Wonder, just to name a few. And then, as if that weren't enough, I walk into the studio and Tom Keene's hanging out there with him. Now, Tom Keene has another one of those crazy resumes as a producer, composer, arranger. We're talking Josh Groves. Shaka Khan, Nathan East, Harvey Mason, the band Chicago, the band Foreplay, the band Night Ranger, Julio Iglesias, David Foster, Kanye West, Richard Marks, Taylor Dane, Nancy Wilson. The list just keeps going. The difference between when we grew up and the generation now. Yeah. We had our acts in our room and were shedding constantly. Yeah. But now when you grow up, you not only have the uh, uh, ability to have your acts, but you can also have a production station. Correct. So what are your, you know, what are your, what's your take on, on the differences? They the spend a lot cons. more time on the production side of it than they do the, the musician side of it, especially when it comes to popular music. You know, like the right. uh, consumable forms of music, whether it be R&B or pop or, you know. I mean, look, there are cats like, you know, Sweden, a, a good buddy of mine, knows a couple guys... Big pop producers, you know, these cats are hardcore jazzers when these guys can play. But they're different because they have a little more discipline, I think. It's different countries. It's a little, sometimes the musical education is a little more different, a little more uh, disciplined. But here, there, there's the discipline has changed. The discipline has gone into hustling and getting the... It, it almost seems, though, more that we have to be more marketers now. Yeah. Yes. Because that's like, you spend all your time, like, on... Imagery, marketing, social. Yeah, but but you should be able to play before you have to get into that. That that's where I'm at. It's like, you know, they have all this great stuff available to them. Get get down to the bones first. Let's get the bones taken care of. Then let's put the meat on that bone, which is going to be all this other stuff afterwards. You know, they tend to go for the image before there's any music behind it. You know, just take a cat like Hendrix, iconic. The guy. Didn't have to worry. I mean, he wasn't trying to no. get on Spotify. Right. <laughs> you know? He wasn't even trying to really produce his own record, I'm sure. He was just no. doing him. Yeah. He right? was just playing. He said, this is just me. Right. And then if the suits want to get involved, fine. 
You can sign yeah, me. Everybody. Yeah. Give Clapton. me my money, but I'm doing me, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, my kid, he's, he, he wants to do it the way he wants to do it. And a lot of the times, he'll go, no, I don't want that. So because there's a lack of experience, I think sometimes they, they, they don't know until much later that there's a, a way to get to certain places without... Creativity has to be expanded with these kids because they stick so close to only what they know. And so the opening themselves up gets problematic for them because if it doesn't sound like Calvin Harris... Mm. They're fucked. Excuse my French. Yeah, that's right. I'll edit. You know what I mean? They're 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 in a situation where instead of going back to square zero and hammering something new, it's like, well, let's do another song that can compete with how big that is or whatever. And, they, and everyone's just in this like box of, of of regurgitating the same thing over and over. That's where the lack of musicianship plays a part. That it, that it makes it difficult to get out of those those boxes. That so those are we losing the little niches then? Because with Right? If, if you have jazz or even contemporary jazz yeah. or if you have rock or if you have fusion, those are little niches that you can say, oh, I fit here, I fit there. Yeah. But you're saying we're all competing or, or they're all competing for that same yes, they are. real Most estate of are, space yeah. Yeah. of hugeness. Have you ever heard Dead Mouse? Of course. Uh, his, his, his podcast and his... his I'm, uh, I'm taking his master class. Oh, his, he's, he's ridiculous. This guy's ridiculous. Dead yeah. Mouse. Yeah, Dead Mouse. He's you know the, uh, the DJ, uh-huh. yeah. producer guy? Yeah. He goes... I don't know fuck about music, man. Yeah. Because I don't know anything about it. Yeah. And any of those DJs tell you they do yeah. are bullshit because they don't know nothing. That's right. You know, and, and he just talks about how it's just a scene. Right. You know, and it's literally paint by blocks kind of deal. For a lot of us, I mean, I don't know. You know, look, I'm not going to sit here. I know guys like Skrillex have musical backgrounds. I know that right. there are some guys that are... He's a guitarist. Yeah, yeah, there's, there's a musical background. But it's few and far between. I think a lot of it is a lifestyle in that, that regard. But right. with the R&B that's coming out, there's that whole alt R&B movement, too, that's really big. You know, like the Anderson Pax and the... Anderson. But, uh, yeah, so I think that it's just... It's, it's, it's music percolating, and it's going to find its way back into the more mainstream, but... Uh, we got another problem too. We got you know compensation. Compensation's really. Messed I was up. just going to ask you that because you're doing this project with your son. You guys are co-producing it. Yeah. And you said he's got over a million streams. Yeah. So how how are you approaching that from a business angle? What's well, your... it, there is no business monetarily until you know. Until you it's, build that up. It, yeah. Until it's a million streams, you know, equates dollar wise to three grand, four grand. Right. It's not much. No, it's not a lot of money. So but the point your... is, is that it's we're, we're building a fan base. So slowly but surely, over time, he's not even 21 yet, okay. and just using him as an example, and uh, you, you build your legion. You know, you build your legions. That's all you can do, and you do it uh, you, fan by fan, and not a lot of people can do that because they're not in the game for that. They're in it for a quick hit. They want to make a quick, quick He's actually hit a good hit. example of a young cat who really wants to be mm-hmm. musical. He's not trying to, yeah. because, I mean, every time I'm hearing these you, you listen to these cats now, it's the same yeah. beat, yeah. same sounds, and it's yeah. kind of the same lane of, of, it's like Noah and his buddy, they were checking out some new artists. Lots. Yeah. Good man, that's the same exact, and this, it's no different than yeah. anything else that's out there. One, six, and, and your son, two, four, four, Noah, he said, yeah, and no. he's playing piano. He right? plays piano, yeah. 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 yeah he's, he's 17, and I go, I hear him in there for hours. T- you know, he might be shedding some chick or some changes, yeah. okay. like some serious yeah. two fives or whatever. He'll he'll work on stuff. Yeah. So it's it's just refreshing to hear he's not just oh I just want to be a knucklehead. Right. <laughs> right. Hey, look, man, I, I, I'm I'm not saying that everybody has to be a, a, 
you know, a yeah. virtuoso. Yeah. I'm not saying that. Right. What I'm saying exactly. is, is that it's okay to be where you're at and, and kill it. There's no shame in the game. If you can make it however you're going to make it, that's true. But those that are trying to push the envelope for modern music in a song format, you know, there needs to be some musicianship in it at this point because it's, it's you know... We're out of notes. We're out of chords at this point, you know. And we're out of, you know. It's nothing new under the sun. Yeah, right? you know, Solomon it's just, it you know, like Neil Diamond said to me years ago, I wrote that. I already wrote that. <laughs> <laughs> <did>. Foster <laughs> said the same Imagine. thing. He said, "When I wrote the same arrangement twice, I said, oops, now I got to get out of it.'" <laughs> yeah, right, right. Uh, I mean, collectively between the two of you, your resumes are, are really ridiculous. Everybody in the business you have worked with, either studio live or, or a combination thereof, in multi facets, so writing, producing, playing, mixing, what have you. At this point in your careers and in your lives, what are you hoping for? Like, what do you, what, 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 when you wake up in the morning, what do you say, man, if I could do X today, I'm going to have a great day? What, what, what is, what's. I think we're doing it right now. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, he's definitely been doing it. I mean, I'm he's he's someone absolutely. that Nate's career is no, in mean, the embodiment of success for a musician. It's just That's right. No. And that's no that's no smoke. That's real. No, that's we, just facts. We, yeah. we we you know, the reason he and I have been friends for so long and so many years is a we met at a time when there was some music going down. There was a lot of great stuff that you know, uh he he played on. I mean, Foster said have you heard this cat? And that was it. And Nate was the cat from then on. I mean, that was a long time ago, back in the day. And, and songs like, you know, he wrote Through the Fire. Yeah, but... but songs like that, like, that's a song. Like, starts with the ver. I mean, that's just a bad song, yeah. you know? Well, we... The thing that was weird is that when you went on your solo thing, those were fun days. Those were really fun days, and we were Dude, doing yeah. that, working, working those songs, and we're, and foreplay. Mm. You know, not all the politics in the world, you know, always right. shake out in, in a lot of these these different gigs. But the bottom line is the creation, the the temple. When you're here doing it, there's that that's that. I just like to come to the temple and at least spend a few hours a day in the temple doing temple work. You know what I mean? And yeah. the rest of it out there is, you know. I love that you, parallel. You, well, that's my piano teacher told me that. He that's says, great. when you sit down at the piano, that's, that's your temple. Right. And you don't bring any bullshit to the, to the, to the, to the board at all. That's because that's just not, you and know, it's when, just not what it's for. And when you go out and play it, that's your congregation, too. You yeah. Know? Uh, yeah. I mean, those are the... You know, like, just working on stuff that has the ability to fulfill you know, a musical uh, desire of some sort. And if you can get paid for it, that would be great. That would be <laughs> That would really be great. Okay, so the first time I was hanging out with Nathan East was on a private jet with David Foster. We were flying to do a gig for David, one of his charity gigs. Now, you have to understand, I moved to L.A. back in uh, 2005, so this was circa maybe 2011, 12, and I was hanging with Babyface as his music director and guitar player. So David invites Babyface to do the gig, and of course, along I come. And then all of a sudden, I get to play with some of my heroes, Nathan East, Greg Fillingaines, Vinnie Caliuta, John Robertson. I mean, it was ridiculous. It was the star-studded band lineup. Michael Thompson. I mean, it's just crazy. The list goes on and on. Of all these heroes of mine, right? Of the A-list session and touring studio musician, career musician, epitome, top, milestone, legendary, iconic cats. But you have to keep your cool. So I did. I kept my cool. Well, 
I had the idea back then. I'm like, wait a minute, I got to do this podcast, blah, blah, blah. I was thinking about it. I had uh, one of the early renditions of the iPhone. I started recording. I asked Nathan and JR if they would be willing to do a conversation. Well, we were on the plane and the jets were so loud that when I listened back to the recording, I could not salvage that interview. However, fast forward to 2018 and Nathan calls me out of the blue to play guitar on his gig. He had a live gig in San Diego, and he asked me to play. I was elated, of course. I learned the music, and he says, hey, if you would do me a favor, come by my studio, and let's rehearse it, so that way, you know, everything's prepared. Great, super dope, right? So I'm super excited. I have my uh, iPad with my digital charts. I brought a little axe. I'm ready. I go over there, and we start jamming. But before we start jamming, I walk in, and it's Nathan chilling, offering me some coffee, whatever, and Tom Keene, producer, and they share a studio, and they're both just like kicking it. So I said, you know what, fellas, would you mind if I recorded this conversation for my podcast called The Career Musician? Well, bam, here it is. Here you have it. This is what you're hearing. So I'm super, super stoked and super grateful and super humbled to be able to share this kind of information with you. I know if I had access to this stuff when I was up and coming and in my younger years, I would be salivating over it. So I hope that this helps some of you out there. And, uh, you know, the perspective and the wisdom and the experience and the knowledge that these guys have, uh, you know, as individuals, but then collectively, I mean, it's just exponential. It's crazy. So enjoy. Leave a review and subscribe to the Career Musician Podcast. Okay, here's a question. How about those moments, if either of you have ever had them, uh, I don't know, and I'm being serious here, when you're not getting paid, how do you push through and say, you know what, even though I, there's no there's no invoice for this, yeah. I have to sit down in my temple and do this work yeah. and hope and have the faith that at some point it will find a home or it'll find a place, and and, and totally living by faith as we do as independent yeah. contractors, right? How do you have you had those moments and have you struggled with that and how have you pushed through? Just go to the cabinet and all the stuff that's in there. That <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, I mean, there's some these days. Not lately, you know. I mean, most of the time we get called and people pay, right? You know, because it's because it's, you're, you've established well, that. I mean, that or you know, you just you just know what you know. You're either doing a favor for okay. somebody, okay, and if you've committed to play for somebody, you play. Okay, that's what you do. You don't bitch about it. But you have had those moments, whether even few and far in between, where they might. I mean, not there's have been... there's always been through the years. You got to chase a little bit for some yeah. people, but at the end of the day, I mean, I've never been agree. Well, maybe that's not true, but. It's few and far between. I think that, okay. that we've been pretty lucky like that, haven't you? Yeah. Hey. And, and the thing is, lucky. when you picked up an axe and you started playing and go, oh, this is cool. Like, I wasn't thinking about money. There you go. I didn't even know No, that. no, no. no. Yeah, was, yeah, matter of yeah. fact, I was like, oh, man, you get paid for no, this no, no, stuff. Exactly for right. me, it was just right. like, I was just getting wood, sitting down, playing. I, yeah, I, I didn't want that to <laughs> don't. None don't of try us. to say that's what no, it's no, all no. about. I wasn't misconstruing that at all, but yeah. none of us got in the game because of the money. No. I mean, if we did, but we, we committed been... to it to being a vocation. We did do that, and that's where it. If you don't make money with the vocation, you got yourself a problem. You have a conundrum. <laughs> you <laughs> you got to figure it I out. I love what I do, but I'm starving. Right. Well, that, that's where a lot of people have to make a choice. You know, yeah. they, well, the family's got to eat. You know, so yeah. you'll see a lot of cats that actually are musicians, yeah. but they they do it on the weekend. Right. You yeah, know, weekend right. warrior right. Right. kind of. Did deal. you guys hear about that? Uh, it's friggin' huge now. It's the big. It's one of the biggest uh, competitions in the world. It's not really a competition. It's really a massive concert of amateur 
uh, uh, virtuosos what? that meet every year. It was in back east this year. They come from all over the world, and they they compete to a certain place, and then they go to this massive like symposium, and they all play, and it's unbelievable. I mean, you get guys that are bankers that go up and they're doing Rachmaninoff and they're killing it. They are absolutely, they're just, they go, look, you know, I, I was at Juilliard. I said, you know what? I, I just don't want to do this. I want to be, I want to make money. I want to live my life. So I'm working at Goldman Sachs. But on the weekends, you know, I work on my Rachmaninoff, my Rachmaninoff. And they're and, killing. and they're, they're ridiculous. Virtuoso violinists that are nannies, that are, that they, they're, they're not pros. So that's the antithesis of the path we chose. But that is a huge, but, yeah. huge movement now where these musicians yeah. that are not pros are coming out of the woodwork that are just right. killing players. You know? And I think social uh, media platforms yes. help bring that yes. fruition even more, help yeah. it to visibility. Well, no matter how much money, I mean, and you know, we've all met people, billionaires, whatever, yeah. kings, yeah. princes, right. crown princes, and uh, you know what they want to do? They want to play. Yeah. And, they, and yeah. most of hey, I'm getting my kid lessons, or I wish right. I'd have stuck with it. Right. And, and I can't right. tell you how many times I've been in the middle of London yeah. in the swankiest hotel and some shake said, man, I wish I could play music. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Access TV has, uh, AXS TV? Yeah, great yeah. channel. I love it. I love, I love them. Yeah. They have Elton John's uh, interview on how he did uh, Yellow Brick Road tonight. I gotta watch it. Really? I gotta watch it. Okay. That's that was cool. such an influential record. Yeah, when, uh, of course. But, but see, he, he never stopped. He just, no, 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 no. he never stopped playing. He just, I've listened to the guy listens to everything. Yeah, I mean, he's a musicologist, and when uh, yeah. when we first, the very first Foreplay album, the, we were touring with him and Eric, he came on the bus, he, he was giving them his presents. He said, guys, check this, I mean, unsolicited. <laughs> and then when, when I, so that I knew how much, you know, he liked it, so the next couple albums, I, I said, here, let me send you. He said, oh man, no, I, I always get one for each house wow. as soon as it comes out. Wow. He goes, to the, Eric, they, they, you go to the record store, and listen, you know, to everything. Remember, used to Amazing. used to go listen. What's a record store? <laughs> I, know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And listen. Uh, now everything is associated with visual, right? Yeah. But well, back in the day, yeah. we could just listen. Oh no, you know? you'd, you'd listen, and, and so uh, I just respect went way up for him because then it's like here's a guy that he's Elton John, yeah. you know, but he still he still uh, wakes up with yeah. hungry. You know. Like you said, he's a musicologist, which he just oh, yeah. loves, and he knows it. And he's and oh man, he, and all these most of these cats at that level uh, yeah. have that kind of uh, uh, reverence, right? Absolutely, and, and they know Craft. they they know uh, R and B, jazz, right. whatever. Right, you know. Yeah, he's. Nomad here with the Career Musician Podcast. Thank you for listening. I wanted to tell you about hashtag AskNomad to ask me any music-related questions, and I will respond usually within 24 to 48 hours. Again, that's hashtag AskNomad. Ask me anything you'd like about the music biz, about your instrument, about practicing, about music theory, anything at all that has to do with music, and I will answer your questions, share, repost, and put it out there for all of the Career Musician Podcast family to see and hear. Thank you so much for listening. This is Nomad, and remember to use hashtag AskNomad. Nathan, I wanted to ask you at this point, because you started, not that you started at the top, but early on in your career, you had such great success with huge artists, right? So it's Clapton or whomever. or, or, or Barry White, age 16. There you go, right. <laughs> you know, and that's yeah. how you super started. But yeah. Phil Collins, everybody. And then now, 
you're just coming to your second <laughs> solo album. When did you like say, okay, you know what? I got to do it. I'm going to do my solo stuff. Well, the only reason I did it is because I got tired of people saying, when are you going to do us? <laughs> <Right? Yeah. laughs> That's like funny because I, I asked Phil and Gaines that. But so you got tired of hearing that question. I mean, basically, yeah, and and uh, and, and you know, busy, you know, when you when you're ripping and running, right. shoot, nice. dude, he's out doing his own thing. Then he's got to shoot over to Chick Corea. Then he's got to shoot yeah. over to Eric Clapton. Clapton. Then he's got to come back into town, do movie dates, whatever right. he's got to do. And four. Play. Then we got stuff four we got to do. Then he's back out with four play. Yeah, for, I didn't mention four play, right? Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's, it's ridiculous. It's I mean, it's. But like you said earlier, you epitomize the yeah. the career musician, really, and that's. But living the dream is hard work, still though. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean you don't you yeah. don't sleep much. Right. <laughs> that's no. for sure. There's, there's nothing. There's a lot of a lot of balls in the air. Yeah. Right. You know. Good thing you can juggle. <laughs> exactly. Right. You 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 do it because you, you love it. You you don't do it because you're you're looking at the checkbook. You know. Right. You can't. That's the wrong motivation. The total wrong motivation. And, you know, you see some of these kids and some of these DJs, you know, they come in there, you know, okay, it'll be 200 grand to, to go do your party, you know. These cats are getting paid. Paid, super paid. They do the, the Vegas residencies and they're yeah, they in 200 a night, like you said. It's crazy. It's unfathomable, really, for, it's a, for cats like us who came up, you know. It's crazy. Hey, man. I, I don't know. It's interesting. It's, it's, uh, it's a new paradigm. It puts, it puts people on the floor, and that's what they want. It and does. Drinks and... Dancing. And hands in the air, yeah. waving. So honestly, if you were here in the 60s, 70s, 80s, out here in the Valley or in L.A., yeah. you were a part of the musical history machine that was, no, no matter what, <laughs> by default. Oh, right? well, yeah. I, I mean, mean he was... Just, if you were in the scene with the cats, yeah. you were yeah. part of it. I mean, that's look at those names. Look at there. Foster. Yeah, right. Hungate. Yeah. Hungate. Page. Slar. Page. Page. You know, and then next He's thing you know, looking up on all those, you know, on yeah. Michael Jackson's records. and Right. Yeah. Well, you know, we, we were really, really fortunate. I mean, as rough as it was with my old man, we were really fortunate because, you know, he still exposed us to, you know, you know what it is that, that we wanted to do. So just in spite, in spite of... You know, he came from a loving, wonderful home. We were a broken home with a father that basically was trying to get us out there so he could make a living kind of thing, too. Mm. So it was a little bit of a different thing. So we had a... Okay. But we were, you know, we survived. And I was really did, lucky. Did he leave... Um, was any of that legacy no. able to be... No, he sold it all. And oh, he really? sold... He ended up selling a portion of my catalog that uh. I never got back. And it's a, it's a dismal story. It's not it's not a it's not a lovely thing, but it it is what it is, you know. Yeah. But you know the beauty of that is is that I don't have to live that way. I get to. Right. I get to do it right for Matt. Well, yeah, he owns everything. The kid owns everything. That so, which doesn't kill, kill you know, us makes I mean, us stronger, right? So. You, you know what? I, living proof. Yeah, I mean, I had I had some really really good friends that were able. I left my home early. I was out of my dad's house at sixteen. I was yeah, that's just like that's the last time I lived. I can't even believe yeah. really. Yeah, sixteen. Yeah, yeah we'll wow, see. I'm but out on the road to Barry White at sixteen. Yeah. You yeah. Know? There see? you go. But again, times were college. different. <laughs> yeah, times were different. It's a big deal. And this guy is, you know, he's he's a he's straight. You know, he's got his shit together. He's not, yeah, yeah, you know, um, that makes sense. And I'm not saying today you can't do it, but it would be few and far between that you would. And you don't want your kids to be in peril either. I mean, you know, I was no. God, I did some dumb stuff. <laughs> it's amazing that we're even here. I mean, it's just amazing. And that's yeah. the premise of what we're doing. Hopefully, yeah. that this knowledge and wisdom that you have garnered over the years, we can share with the next generation. You know, pour yourself yeah. sixteen on. Yeah.
Wow. I was I was getting paid from an album we were doing, but none of it went into living. Yeah. I can tell you that it went into. And the great, you know, uh, we worked too. We were really fortunate. We got to work with. Uh, I did a lot of work with uh, Gene Page, the great Gene Page. Oh yeah, Gene. He, he took me under his wing. Oh, uh, he was wonderful. Uh, and guy. When I got, he was when the same way. Really, yeah, he took me just completely. He yeah, was the man. The best guy yeah. ever. Wow. Mentor. Yeah, he was the you know. the king of that. Oh my god. He goodness. wrote all those charts for Bear, right? Yeah, he wrote every one of those yeah. Barry. We, we we day in and day out in, in the studio with Gene Page and Barry. And then but 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 he, he was right he was writing the Jacksons. Yeah. Everybody. He was the Madonna, Elton. Wow. It's another know, another lifetime. Freedom. Ago. Yeah. Another lifetime. You know, another like, lifetime. But these we, memories are are amazing yeah. that you guys have. Basically. Like we get in here with my kid and, and we're doing like horn dates, right? So we're you know Fully charted out, you know, the yeah, cats, right, and the whole thing. And it's really, it, it, it's, it's, I'm doing the best I can at this point to expose him huh. to that. Right. And go, you know, that's why you get the best musicians possible, mm -hmm. so that you can, even if you're not as proficient as them, they, you know, you, you speak their language, right. and they can help you communicate you know and that's that's the other thing is how do you communicate with guys to help you to help you obtain your vision you know or to, to achieve what it is you hear that's the other thing that's that they that that needs to be worked with too it's like how to communicate you know with people to to, to get things out of people you know not not that you're luring things out but yeah. but you know you know getting the, the best of producing Right. Well, yeah. I mean, as an artist too, the artist has a, has it has to somewhat have the ability too to express what they want, you know. Right. And when I'm you hearing find something that. blue, I mean, that's not enough. But when you find that right chemistry between yeah, a producer yeah. and artist, it's yes. magical then. Yeah. Yeah, it can be. It can be. You know, unless you know it becomes a dependent kind of thing where the artist is dependent. I I much prefer working with musical people because it's right. you know maybe they might have opinions, but at least they can pinpoint what they're hearing as opposed to. Going through eighty different incarnations of possibly the same thing right. to get to the same. You know, it's just a, it's. Right. I, I would like to see a more musical language being being uh, you know adopted by some by by the more pop by the more mainstream music thing like it was back in the day in the sense that right. you know there was understanding. Earth, wind, and fire. Oh, there you Earth, go. Earth, fire. Yeah, you but were, like you mentioned, Anderson Pack earlier, yeah. like groups like that, guys yeah. like you know. It's nice to have them because they're bringing yeah, they some are. of that back. Mm -hmm, they are, and it might be a struggle, but like yeah. you said, little by little, maybe we'll get yeah, there. guys like that, and you know, but Mike, but they'll listen to like oh, what is it? Uh, yeah. You know, Chromio. You know, ever heard Chromio? You ever Chromio? Oh yes, Chromio. They're doing their new record. They're they're good buddies with my my son. Really, and their their thing is straight up, you know, old school like talk box and the yeah. whole nine yards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've... Pete Thug's gotten good at that talk box. He's pretty good at it. Oh nice. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty funny. All right, there's nothing for me to say. These guys have said it all. Look, I just want to tell you that these cats are some of the most endearing, humbled cats, and, you know, it really means a lot to have your, your legendary icons to be able to hang with them and look up to them and to actually be able to talk to them as an equal, and they don't look down on you. That is so cool. So let us all remember. 
I don't care how crazy our ego is. I don't care how fragile it is or how fragile our pride and sense of self-security is. We have to be secure in ourselves and we have to be confident but not arrogant. There's a big difference. We have to love one another, be kind always, and be humble because we know that this gift of the talent, the music that we have been blessed with, it can be taken away at a moment's notice. And we are all grateful to be on this globe sharing this beautiful art form together. I want to say a special thank you to Nathan East for inviting me to his studio and for asking me to be the guitar player on his gig. I was ingratiated. And thank you to Tom for letting me in the studio and record this interview with both of them. So until next time, enjoy the Career Musician Podcast. Be sure to download it. Leave a review, folks. The more positive reviews I get, the higher we go in the ranks, the more people can hear it and be blessed by this stuff. It's really cool. So please leave a review on iTunes, subscribe to it, download it, stream it on all the platforms. It's everywhere. You can go to megaphone.fm, the career musician, and it gives you all the channels where it's streaming. I am also a proud member of the Pantheon podcast community. I love those guys and gals over there. They're doing a great job and I really appreciate them bringing me into their collective. So until next time, jazz, blues, reggae, polka, folk, flamenco, every style you can think of under the sun and in between, yours truly, Nomad, the career musician. Thank you for tuning in to The Career Musician. Please click the subscribe button and share The Career Musician podcast on your social media feeds. I'm just a nomad, nowhere man Writing the songs in this one-man band I know me Nomad here, host and creator of the Career Musician Podcast, wanting to tell you all about PantheonPodcast.com network. I am a part of this collective that is solely music-based podcasts. And guess what? It is the only one of its kind on the globe so far. It is a collective of an independent network of podcasts all based on music, which dig into the culture, technology, history, and everything else you can imagine that has to do with music. Thank you so much for listening. Hi, I'm Shelley Sorensen, the rock and roll librarian. And I'm Christian Swain, the rock and roll archaeologist. I love books, especially books about rock and roll musicians. Oh, yes, you do, Shelley. I'm living vicariously, because I've always wanted to be one myself. Uh, well, doesn't everybody? Hmm, I don't know, but those who don't are certainly intrigued by musicians' lives and how they followed their dreams. Well, then they should listen to our show, huh? Yes. On this podcast, we discuss one of the books I have read. But I purposely don't, to keep it interesting and fresh for everyone. 
our conversations are peppered with snippets of songs from the artist's repertoire, as well as music that has inspired and influenced each of them. The Rock and Roll Librarian Show is a part of the Pantheon Podcast Network. Look for us wherever you find great podcasts. Drummers! So you're watching an amazing drummer on YouTube, and they're playing something so crazy, you just can't figure it out. If only you can tap this drummer on the shoulder and say, hey, can you slow it down and break it down for me, man? PossibleChops.com does exactly that. They've asked some of the -the top-of-the-line drummers to play in short, digestible phrases some of their craziest chops. Then they slow it down and transcribe it so you can actually learn what the heck they're doing. They're making chops possible. Now, PossibleChops.com is an online drum lesson website that makes it easy to add to your drumming vocabulary from some of the baddest professional drummers. And when I say baddest, I mean the dopest, illest, most ridiculousest drummers you ever heard. Imagine getting a breakdown from drummers who played with the likes of Usher, Earth, Wind & Fire, Chick Corea, Babyface, Sheryl Crow, Tony Braxton, and the list goes on. The PossibleChops.com community is designed to allow drummers to share ideas and help you on your path to becoming a pro and getting gigs. That's right, folks, actually getting real gigs. If you're serious about drumming, do yourself a favor and visit PossibleChops.com. Join today and basic membership is free. However, if you decide to upgrade to a pro membership, use the promo code NOMAD to get your first free month. That's right, folks. Use coupon code NOMAD and you get the whole first month absolutely free. Adding new chops are now made possible for drummers on PossibleChops.com. of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. 92% because of a bike? Not just bikes. We also make treadmills and rowers. Oh, let me guess, for elite athletes only, right? Nope. It doesn't matter if you're an avid exerciser or new to working out. Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try Peloton bikes, tread or row, risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. 
Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any fantasy points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that fantasy points has to offer. That's fantasypoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. Fantasypoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points. 